Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family podcast. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson. Today, we're going to look at two ways that families handle conflict. Two ways families handle conflict. The first way that families handle conflict is through triangulation. And the second way that families handle conflict is through blame and projection. Another way to think of the first way, triangulation, is to think through the idea of being a third will in a parenting relationship. And I'll explain to you what that means. Um, One of the ways I like to explain or describe triangulation is this. Triangulation involves including a third person in a conflict in order to avoid practicing healthy biblical confrontation. Let me say that again. Triangulation involves including a third person in a conflict in order to avoid practicing healthy biblical confrontation. Third person involved in a conflict, that's why I like to call it a third will, uh, and specifically a third will in a parenting relationship. Uh, Let me explain to you what that means. Let me read to you Matthew 18, 15 through 17. Jesus said, If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church, and if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. What's Jesus saying here? Well, very easily understood in verse 15, he says, If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. That, that teaching applies in a marriage. If your wife sins against you, or if your husband sins against you, first go to them and point out their fault. If they listen to you, you have won them over. What Jesus is saying here is if you have a problem with a brother or sister in Christ, if you have a problem with a spouse, the first person that you are to talk to about that problem is your spouse or is or your brother or sister in Christ. Um, and, and why am I reading Matthew 18 in regards to this idea of triangulation? If we practice Matthew 18, if we practice healthy biblical confrontation, we will not triangulate a third person into our conflicts. So let me give you an example. Let's say that I do something um, to hurt my wife, Tara. Let's say that uh, she asked me to do the dishes last night and I didn't do them. So she woke up this morning. She saw that the dishes um, were not done. She has uh, a couple of choices to make. She has to choose whether or not she's going to practice Matthew 18. If she's going to practice Matthew 18, then she's going to lovingly point out the fact that I didn't do the dishes the night before. Or she could not practice Matthew 18, go to work today, and say, Hey, did you know what my husband did last night? He's such a bum. He didn't do the dishes. The first one is healthy and biblical. The second one is not. So hear me say this. If you have an issue with your spouse, you need to talk through that issue with your spouse. If your spouse has hurt you, you need to talk to your spouse about how you've been hurt instead of going to a third party and bad-mouthing your spouse to that third party or talking about your spouse to that third party. Now, caveat here. It's okay to go to a trusted friend and ask for help, to ask for perspective. But if you find yourself taking out your emotional energy, your anger, your frustration, if you find yourself showing contempt about your spouse towards another person, then you're triangulating that other person in. Let me um, try to break down uh, Matthew 18 a little bit more when it comes to what does it look like in our marriage. So if we're practicing healthy biblical confrontation, 
the first thing we're going to do is go to our spouse who has offended us. The second thing we're going to do, if they do not listen, we're going to involve a counselor or a therapist. And sometimes we can involve a close friend um, to help us resolve conflict. Uh, But really, I think it's healthier if your husband or your wife is not listening to you to first go to a counselor or therapist because they're going to have the tools to not allow themselves to be triangulated in when sometimes our friends, uh, without thinking or without having the tools, they find themselves triangulated into a relationship and trying to play peacemaker uh, instead of forcing us as a couple uh, to really work on our issues. And then I think if I read Matthew 18 correctly, if our spouse is not listening to us after we go to them, after we involve a counselor or therapist, then I think it's time to involve a pastor. And here and here's where I differentiate between involving a counselor or therapist and a pastor. Um, a good counselor or therapist is going to help you see emotional issues. Uh, they're going to help you see um, relational issues. Uh, and if you're seeing a pastoral counselor or a Christian-based therapist, that's fantastic uh, because then that kind of eliminates the third step. But if you're seeing someone who's not Christian-based or someone who uh, is not a pastoral counselor, um, then by going to your pastor with this third step, what you're doing is you're uh, emphasizing the spiritual element. What sin is not being repented of here? What sin is not being confessed in the marriage? And a pastor is then able to help you see the spiritual side of it, the biblical side of it, and hopefully that will uh, cause your spouse um, who is not listening, who is not engaging, to do so. And the last thing, fourthly, if if your spouse still does not listen, after going to them one-on-one, after seeing a counselor or therapist, or after involving your pastor, then I think your marriage is in what I like to call crisis mode. It doesn't mean that your marriage is not able to be rescued. It just means that, um, in the words of Gottman and the Four Horsemen, there's cutoff there. And when cutoff starts to occur between two couples, when you stop talking to each other, when you emotionally cut yourself off with your spouse, uh, then your marriage uh, is in big trouble. Um, so, to review... Triangulation includes uh, a spouse taking a step to include a third party in the relationship when it comes to conflict instead of working with uh, the spouse that has maybe offended them or that has maybe hurt them head on. Healthy biblical confrontation is talking directly to your spouse. Unhealthy biblical confrontation is triangulating a third person in. Um, a question that I would encourage you to think through today is this. Do you triangulate someone into your marriage? Do you, instead of talking directly to your spouse, do you find yourself complaining more about your spouse to someone else? Do you find yourself asking for marital advice from someone else instead of talking directly with your spouse through whatever issues it is that you might be facing? Um, So the first way that we handle conflict is through triangulation. Tomorrow we're going to look at projection and blame. I was hoping to get to that today, but I don't want to make this podcast too long. Um... But today we looked at triangulation. Tomorrow we're going to look at uh, projection and blame. This is Reverend Dr. Paul Gibson with Healthy Marriage, Healthy Family. If you have any questions, you may email me at revdrpaulgibson at gmail.com, R-E-V-D-R-P-A-U-L-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. You guys have a great day, and we look forward to uh, coming back tomorrow. Take care.